And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me. It's me, dude. It's Billy Darcy. What a time to be alive. Exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Big news here at the Ladpad. And yes, I've, the more I've been uh, sort of branching out in the world, meeting new people, meeting old friends again, telling them that I call my house the Ladpad, a lot of people actually fucking hate it, which I did not know about. But <laughs> it's too late now. We're two and a half years into saying it. So, yeah, I'm going to keep calling it the Ladpad unironically as well. Okay, this isn't a joke. This isn't, a, you know, oh, Billy calls his house the Ladpad. You know, he's taking the piss out of it. I'm not. Uh, this is a genuine name that I hold close to my heart. And please, just the slightest bit of decorum. I'm talking to the three people who laughed in my face over the weekend when I said it. And the worst part is they laugh when I'm not even talking about, like, I'll just say Ladpad as part of a greater yarn. And they'll be like, wait, what did you just say? And I'll be like, Ladpad. And they'll be like, and then that's when the laughs come. That's when the one, one girl spit her drink out. So, and it was quite a nice drink as well. She, she didn't just spit out like some light beer. Like it was like a $19 cocktail. So that's disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. But we've got great news here at the Ladpad. Um, and I'm very excited to start the pot off with, um, by saying we have new neighbors. And they're absolute legends, Okay. Now, just to recap, we got the old bloke over the back fence who, and I hate to get so blue so early in the pod, and I don't want to speak out of school, but he is an absolute piece of shit, okay? He's a horrible human being. Um, I've only caught glimpses of him through the hedge, but I, you know, touch wood, he hasn't got long left. Um, knock on wood there. Now, but I do hope he lives forever. Good on him. I don't want anyone to die, um, but just live somewhere else, mate, because you are not fun to be around. Um, like I said, in April, we had the cops here three out of four weekends. Two out of those three times, we had one friend over. We had one friend over, and this piece of shit over the back fence is calling the cops. Dude, put on a current affair, get a hobby, start fly fishing, okay? Leave me alone. Now, the people to my left here, they're very nice. They're actually a young family. Um... Now, we think the reason they've never bothered us is because they're probably, and it looks extremely likely, they're running an illegal import-export business out of their garage. There's utes and vans coming in and out of there all day. There'd be like seven trucks in their driveway sometimes. And I've walked past there at night a couple of times after gigs, and the garage has been open, and they've got like heaps of industrial freezers. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're you know, sort of sending organs around the world. You know, they did have a sign the other day that said 10% off your next kidney, which I found to be quite uncouth. Um, but I don't know if they're sort of selling fishing supplies or genuine human body parts, but something is, something's not right over there. Something is not right. Um, but yeah, anyway, they've never said anything to us, so they seem cool. Um, we went over there to deliver a $6 bottle of red. One time we had a house party and the guy said he honestly couldn't give a shit what we do. Which sounds aggressive, but it's probably the nicest thing anyone's ever said to us since we moved in here. But now, to my right, we have new neighbours. 
and we were a bit apprehensive. On that side, we've always had great times. We had a um, we had a young couple from Newcastle who openly smoked weed in front of their kids, which again some might find to be a bit uncouth. But they didn't call the cops on us, so we're not calling the cops on them. You know what I mean? This three-year-old's just gonna have to have a bit of the secondhand reefer. Okay, his parents are loose. Um, but they were honestly legends. And then um, we had a we had a gay guy next door for about six months. He was very quiet. Um, so, you know, easy, easy come, easy go. Don't know where he ended up. Most likely Newtown. Um, but he was he was lovely as well. And then we had about maybe six months without a neighbor next door. And to say we took liberties is one of the greatest understatements of the 21st century. Uh, Macca used their driveway as his own personal driveway. Uh, we also stole their bins and a ladder that the gay guy left in his backyard. Now... It's not great, but, you know, this was also mid-pandemic and everyone had those survival instincts, okay? You might have stolen some toilet paper from Woolworths. I took the recycling bin from next door, okay? You do what you have to in a pandemic. Um, but, yeah, they took their bins back. One, The, the, new, the new couple next door, they, their agent came over and took their bins back, which we didn't, we didn't argue about. Um, but, yeah, it's a young couple. We thought they were about 26. Turns out they're about 31. But still, cool as shit, dude. Cool as shit, okay? Um, and they've also got a roommate, I should say. But it turns out the bloke is a chef. So you're not going to see him. He, he'll be working all hours of the night. And he'll be awake all hours of the day because 99% of chefs have debilitating drug problems. And I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying that he probably does, Okay. And there's a difference, okay? There is a difference there. But yeah, so they're a great couple. We had, we had him on the back patio, uh, the, the boyfriend. He brought his dog over, dude. He's got a dog. Oh, man, his dog is like um, half pit bull, half criminal. You know, I saw, I saw his dog, I swear to God, roll a kid at the bus stop out the front of our house. Um, but he's a lovely young animal. V yeah, very aggressive, quite muscular. Um, but yeah, just unreal, dude. Just absolutely unreal. We got legend neighbors. This is such a load off ahead of the summer. Okay. Um, because this guy over the back fence has given us problems during winter. I mean, he said, keep it down. Mate, we're fucking hibernating, brother. Okay. We've got two friends over. Yes, three of them are on the roof. But this is, this is a mere shadow of what's to come, my friend. You are out of your depth, old man. You are out of your depth. And I don't want to speak out of school, but I know it was you that slashed my tires, you fucking son of a bitch, okay? I know it was you. This is a freaking well-off neighborhood. All of a sudden, tires are getting slashed. All of a sudden, the only tires that get slashed are mine. The Mazda Metro. A 20-year-old hatchback. There was a Mercedes across the street that no one touched. I know it was you, old man. Admit it! It's every night! That's what he says. Every time there's a, every time we put the freaking speaker above 13, it's every night, it's every night, I can't take it anymore. It's like, mate, go fucking sit next to your absolute horse of a wife and listen to whatever Tracy Grimshaw has to say. But yeah, anyway, luckily this guy's so old, I know he'll never, he'll never work out how to access a podcast medium. Dude, I could dead set, I could say anything against this guy, he'll never find out. But you freaking... The amount of people I'd meet once in Nanley. 
obviously talk shit about them on the pod and then the next week they're like hey man what was that about it's like i just met you once and you were fucking weird i need to fill the 40 minutes but anyway so new neighbors exciting stuff and if anyone needs a new liver talk to me because i i think they're doing a sale next door so bup, bup, bup. um okay now the weekend that was this is exciting stuff to talk about firstly a bit sheepish on friday night we went to the pub to watch the footy get a feed have a couple of beers as it were very on brand from us very on brand but now i hate to speak out of school and i hate to get so blue but a girl working behind the bar again i'm gonna have to sort of turn the rating up on this one a bit i had recently been intimate with okay um and now that's fine that's absolutely fine what wasn't fine was we sat pretty much in front of the bar she's pouring schooners i'm drinking the schooners so you know there's a connection there there's a chemistry but we ordered dinner now i was in the mood for some wings okay love me some wings but i i get the uh i get the buffalo wings with the uh the blue cheese sauce get about 15 of these things and i'm going to absolute town and there's just sauce all over my face sauce all over my hands like i'm eating these things like it's my last goddamn meal and there's just blue cheese everywhere. it's just i look i just look like a freaking homeless man you know i'm it's just a disgusting display like like i'm not even breathing in between sips of my beer i'm just like ah, ah, ah. and then like this chick behind the bar is looking at me just like what an absolute cretin like dear god like i finally like after like i basically blacked out for 10 minutes and then when i woke up all the wings had been stripped bare and there's just spicy sauce all over my hands i'm like what happened like and i just look over and this chick's looking at me like fuck can you get a grip there's families around you know so this is a, a, p- a piece of sage advice early in the pod um if there's if there's a girl a pretty girl nearby do not order the wings my friend order a steak like a man eat it with a knife and fork and look her in the eye after every third bite maybe don't do that last thing but yeah dude i tell you what this chick i could i could tell she was looking away you know it was like it was like when you you show someone like a disgusting video it's like oh my god turn that off that was me eating the wings highly embarrassing but uh, on the Saturday, oh yeah, so I quickly got out of there. I, um, I actually went up to the bar afterwards and asked her when the courtesy bus came. And she said there wasn't one anymore because of COVID. I said, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> oh boy. Don't know if I'll be seeing her again. But anyway, you know, easy come, easy go. And the wings were so good, dude. They were so good. So... Maybe you should order... No, don't order the wings. Do not order the wings under any circumstance. I think wings should only be eaten in a dark room by yourself, not in public spaces. Um, but anyway. So the next day, we had a mate's birthday. And he's invited us, I don't want to speak out of school, to the shittest pub in my area. Just an absolute dive, this place. It's like... It's got a massive car park around the outside. Um, it's one of these places. It's a hotel... And there are rooms available, but they're pretty much only for prostitutes, if you know what I mean. Okay, this place is a genuine shithole. I don't want to 
I don't want to sort of, you know, I don't even know how it's still open. It was a Saturday night. There were seven people there. Okay, so that's not good numbers for the pub. Um, but it was just, I mean, it's always fun to celebrate a mate's birthday. You know, that's why I went. Um, but I tell you what, it was just, this pub is just, ugh, not a good pub. One, at one point, a bikey guy sat down at the table. Like, you know when a bikey guy's, it's like, yeah, I can tell you're a bikey, but then he's like, he's really going for it. Like, he had a face tattoo and the jacket on. It's like, all right, what are you, what are you running for president? Like, come on, man, chill out. Dude, I'm wearing a floral party shirt, okay? I don't think I'm, I think you can easily tell I'm not part of the banditos. Um, and he's, he's pretty, uh, pretty quickly tried to sell us meth. Um, but he did preface it by saying it was some of the better meth he'd had. And I just thought, dude, I'm fucking done here. Like, I'm not getting mixed up with the banditos at a mate's 27th birthday. Okay. It's not, it's an irrelevant number, you know, 27. Oh my God. Last year, you're 26. Next year, you're 28. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, so that was enough for me. I thought, dude, I'm not getting, you know, this could be a sting operation. You know, this guy's outfit seemed fake. Um, then he did a bit of the meth in front of me. I thought this guy is legit. But at that point I took my leave. Okay. I don't know if people are doing meth. Um, but I'm not. Okay. I draw the line. That's right. I, it's not for me. Okay. I don't think you can have this haircut and do meth without dying. Okay. I guarantee you, if I ever try meth, I'll be face down under a bridge. Okay. You can't look like this and do stuff like that. Okay. Stay in your lane. Um, but, uh, after that, so I left there, went to meet, uh, my roommate Macca, 73 time Pelican of the week and Liverpool versus Everton game. Unreal. By unreal. I mean, absolute disaster. Van Dyke gets his knee blown off in the first 10 minutes. Um, the Everton right back, uh, was French and Macca spent most of the 90 minutes calling him a French pig. Now, I might have said it a couple of times myself. It's hard to remember. It was loud music. But I tell you what, dude, French pig is still up for grabs. Um, Gordon Ramsay has really made that okay. You French pig. You know, I don't know what it is, dude, but the, you know, as progressive as we are, people still don't like the French. Um, they really just don't. I mean, and yeah, French and the Russians are still... If you called someone an Italian pig, uh, they'd be like, Jesus Christ, man, he's up a little bit. But French pig, dude, that's open season. People still don't love the French for whatever reason. And I'm here for it. Um, but yeah, then I went back, uh, got got an Uber home. The, the lesbians had sort of bounced me up. Um, they, they were already at the house waiting for us. You know, th- this is now the arrangement. It's great. So we get back, but not before on the way home. I tell the Uber driver, swing into Macca's, mate. I'm going to need a triple cheeseburger because I hadn't had any dinner. So I swung in for a triple cheeseburger. Now, this seems like an irrelevant fact. Billy, why are you telling us this? Billy, no one really cares. These guys, these are all great points. These are all great points. Now, the reason I bring this up is because get back. um, The lesbians are all waiting by the door. They love it. We got like three bottles of white wine in the fridge in anticipation of them coming over. Manifest destiny, you know? Now we go in, everyone's having a glass of white. Everyone's having a great time. Now, I'm sitting at the kitchen bench, yarning away, 
probably saying something fucking hilarious. You know, there's a few girls around. A couple of straight girls are in the mix as well, you know. You're a legend, Bill. You're, you're one of the greatest to ever do it, mate. Keep going. Was it two girls with you? Mate, you're unstoppable, Bill. You're the man. You're so cool. All right. keep. Yeah, nice. Yeah, a couple of straight girls there. Very cool. Um, I'm probably, yeah, I'm yarning away. And unfortunately, I take a big old, big old shot of some sort of a spirit. I believe it might have been in the rum family. And the rum, rum was right because the, after that, there was a rumble in the jungle, re my stomach. And unfortunately, you know, in situations like this, you know, it's like a pregnant woman. You got to listen to your body. You know, your body is a, is a transcendental sort of ethereal thing. And it's, it's got, it's got, you know, feelings and, and senses and your body knows what to do. Okay. Unfortunately, I was a pregnant 16 year old woman. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to be pregnant. Okay. I'm pretty sure he wore a condom. I don't know how this happened. Um, and I refused to listen to my body. Long story short, but a bing, but a boom. My triple cheeseburger ended up all over our dining room. Now, that is how you really take the air out of the kick-ons. Let me tell you, everyone's having a great old time. Billy D's just said a triple cheeseburger across the dining room. That'll fucking, that'll kill a vibe, okay? I don't care if Flume's playing. I don't care if you got mall rat on. Dude, you can't just send a triple cheeseburger out across the floor and expect people just to get back into their conversations, you know? So I cleaned that up hastily. I did quite a good job on the cleanup because I was like, fuck, I've ruined the kick-ons. Um, but I got to say, dude, that's the one great thing about having the lesbians over. Very strong stomachs, these girls. Very strong stomachs. Um, so that was, yeah, th thanking them for their tolerance. And uh, we ended up having quite a good time after that. But yeah, highly embarrassing. Pelican of the Week goes to me. I'll happily accept that. Um, and yeah, not great. Not great at all. But, uh, da, da, da. okay, so what happened next was Monday night, Sunday I went out, whatever. I will say Sunday I went out and I had a great time. Do you know who else had a great time on Sunday? The other three people in the pub. Just there's three clouds in the sky and everyone's like, oh, I don't want to go out. Oh, weather's not too good. Looking a bit ominous. You spend 99% of your time at the pub inside, you know? I don't understand. The amount of people missing out on life because it's 19 degrees. Melbourne, they can't even go into their own fucking backyard. In Sydney, we got a 25 degree day, but it's slightly overcast. No one comes out, okay? Like, dude, it was, the whole pub was dead. And this place is usually rammed, okay? And you know what? I walk straight into the pub. We have a fun afternoon. It's awesome. Okay, it's great. Uh, what I don't care for is next week at the same pub, it's going to be the same temperature, but the sun's going to be out. There's going to be a bit of blue in the sky and it's going to be a two-hour wait because every pelican wants to come out and get their Instagram photo, you know, with their freaking day for it caption and they're, you know, sending this like freaking Oz post or whatever. You know, some absolute nerd with a fucking fade and a full send long sleeve shirt sitting at the table with a vodka orange. That's my fucking seat, mate. Hit the bricks, okay? Too many people wasting their youth out there. Oh, oh, it looks like it might rain. 
You're raining on my parade, mate. Hit the freaking goddamn bricks. So get out there. Don't let the weather control your goddamn life, you know? Embarrassing stuff. But anyway. So we went out Sunday. And it was, it was, it was really fun, but there was just no one there. Um, with me and uh, my roommate Sam, we were talking to these two girls. And they did this. I, I, I personally don't care for this. One of the girls, so there's three of them, actually. Two sisters and a and another girl. And the sisters told us they just met the other girl that night. They were like, yeah, we just ran into her in the stain. It was crazy. I was like, okay, that is crazy. And we're chatting away, blah, blah, blah. And then like two hours later, they go, what? We got you so good. She's actually been my best friend for the last 10 years. What? And me and Sam are like, well, fuck, I don't know. How am I to know that? <laughs> you know, we, we just met you. It's not a practical joke if no one even knows they're being gotten. Like, that's like pushing over a blind guy. You know, we've never met any of you guys. There's no context to this. It doesn't change this conversation at all that you guys are now best friends. It was very bizarre. They were like, what, what? Oh my God, you must feel so silly. Not really. Not really at all. People do that at comedy shows all the time. They're like, if you're doing crowd work, they'll, you'll be like, hey, what do you do for a living? And they'll be like, I am a firefighter. And then I'm thinking, sick, that's actually interesting. Let me fucking talk about this. And then like 30 seconds later, they'll be like, oh, <laughs> and their friends will be laughing. And they're like, dude, I'm not actually a firefighter. I work in HR. Ha <laughs> ha. And it's like, well, I, how the fuck would I know that? You know, I just met you. Very bizarre stuff. Okay. I personally don't care for it. Um, but yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So Monday night, speaking of, and a guy did that to me in the crowd on Monday night. It's just like, okay, dude. And he also did the thing where he's like, this is my girlfriend. No, I'm just kidding. It's like, well, fuck, I've never met her either, mate. Just trying to do a bit of crowd work here, mate. So I did this gig on Monday night, right? And I get there and it's just bedlam. There's chaos in the room. There's like a girl on stage, like just some hot chick from the crowd is on stage. The MC standing next to her on stage. She's like telling a story. Everyone in the room's loving it, but I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it turns out just before I get there, this junkie bloke had tried to glass her boyfriend, like pegged a bottle at him and then was like, fuck you, stop looking at me. The guy's like, I'm not looking at you, mate. And the guy like ripped his shirt and there was a big fight. And then like people in the crowd jumped in and the junkie guy just ran out. I don't know, dude. I don't know what, I don't know what it is about stand-up comedy, but it attracts these absolute freaks, eh? You never see this at a freaking all-day concert. But you come down for a, for a comedy showcase on a Monday night. We got this bloke hitting the glass Barbie and throwing bottles. So, I don't know. But here's the thing, dude. This junkie guy, he's thrown a bottle. He's grabbed the bloke. He's thrown a punch. We're at a pretty big pub. All the bouncers there are just like five foot four Indian guys who did nothing. <laughs> okay. And it's just like the guy just left with no consequences. He should have been restrained and freaking charged by the police, thrown in the slammer jam for being a weirdo. 
and interrupting the arts. Dude, throw a bottle, okay? Do crystal meth. That's your business. When you interrupt the arts and you delay my seven to ten minute spot, that's where I draw the line, okay? And it just makes, like, how have short Indian men wormed their way into the security industry? It's, it's very bizarre. Like, you know, this guy's trying to freaking, you know, trying to kill a man and we got Pradeep on the front door updating his Blackberry. Like, it's just, how's it happened, you know? And it's not, it's not even a race thing. Like, I love Indians. Like, we share the same passion for cricket. But five foot four, I don't care if you're blue, white or purple. You shouldn't be working security. Unless you're maybe the lightweight champion of the world. You know, unless you have a black belt in some sort of martial art I've never even heard of. You should not be working security. You know, these, these, these two sh- tiny Indian guys saw it happen and they're like, oh, uh, he's all right. He's all right. Uh, sir, stop that. <laughs> this guy's like throwing bottles. They're like, could, could you maybe stop? You don't have to. You don't have to, you know? You know, like, what happened to big lesbian women with aggressive haircuts? Phenomenal bouncers, okay? The heart of the industry, Samoans. There was no Samoans on deck that night. You know, and it's not going both ways. You know, I don't see too many Samoans working in IT. You know, I can't remember the last time I called up fucking Telstra and, you know, Fanua Fahawehu was on the other other end of the line. It doesn't work that way. So I think I think the industry needs to seriously just freaking, you know, have as many Indians as you want, but let's have a minimum 6'2", 140 kilos, okay? If, if Samoans... I mean, this would never happen because they're just not built that way. But if there was a Samoan who was sort of five foot two, seventy kilos, I wouldn't want him on the front door either. You know, I think we've forgotten in security now that most of the job is fuck beating the shit out of junkies. Have we forgotten that? I feel like maybe you know, if a guy doesn't have a neck tattoo, he probably shouldn't be working security. That's just my opinion. Okay, that's just my opinion. I'm just one man, but. I think it's something the industry seriously needs to look at. Um, any bloke wearing glasses, I feel, should not also be wearing high-vis. That's just how I feel, babe, okay? That's just how I feel. Um, let's get let's get freaking white guys who are bald with neck tattoos, huge lesbian women with purple mohawks, and freaking blokes who hail from the Pacific Islands, okay? I, I'm happy for an Indian bloke to be a secchi if he's above six foot, but they're, they're a rare breed. Okay, and black guys, as usual, can do whatever the fuck they want because they're just they're just very talented men, and they're all ripped as well. You know, know your lane, dude. I'm a skinny white guy. I can't count or fight. That's why I don't work in IT or security. Okay, know your lane. Stick to it. Okay, so got a couple things to finish up here. Now, just a quick check in. That SAS Special Forces show starring Jackson Warren. It's starring Jackson Warren and a support cast of lesser celebrities um, has started. Shock. Jackson Warren is powering ahead like it's Mumbai Day 5. The bike can't be stopped, okay? Um, the PR chick quit in the first show. And it turns out that wasn't a typo. She's actually famous for being PR. I didn't know you could get famous doing average jobs you know i might i might quit stand up and become an accountant now watch my instagram followers fucking fly through the roof um so that's exciting chappelle's gone home in the second episode 
And that that is actually quite disappointing. We're, like, Chappelle, she's probably the most famous person on there, really. Like, everyone knows Chappelle Corby. But unfortunately, I heard there was a there was a two to three foot swell at Bondi Beach. And as we know, she just absolutely cannot miss a wave, that chick, you know? Surf's up, babe. Um, so, so she had to bail. Um, but yeah, she had quite a bit of plastic surgery, Chappelle. Which is really neither here nor there, you know? If I've spent 15 years in the slammer jam, I'd be treating myself too. Um, but I tell you what, she uh, there was a scene where she was chatting with Jackson Warren about God knows what, but... Um, but I tell you what, I reckon that makes it all worth it, babe. You know, 15 years in the slammer jam, but you get some FaceTime with the goat. You know, dude, I do fucking 12 years in Guantanamo just to have a coffee with him. You're a very lucky girl, Chappelle. A very lucky girl indeed. Um, but yeah, just a couple of things to uh, sort of finish up on. Firstly, um, now I saw something the other day, and this is just something that's been bothering me for quite some time. Uh, now this is cricket related, but it's, it's more, it's not really about cricket. It's about sort of just this, this concept in general, right? I saw this thing, there was this article about this bowler in the IPL who got, uh, done for chucking the ball for a third time. Okay. And they said, the headline said, renowned chucker gets cited again. Okay. And if you're not familiar with the game of cricket, the only rule is that you have to bowl with a straight arm. It's dead set the only rule. And yet people still choose to cheat. And you know, all the comments on this article were, this this headline is so disrespectful. How dare you call him a chucker? Nothing's been proven yet. The guy's been, it's been proven twice before. And it's this thing in sort of professional sport where now if someone gets done for chucking in cricket or doing steroids in the UFC or, or these swimmers that get caught for steroids, they are the victim. In this situation. It's very bizarre. The person who cheated is the victim. Like uh, Jennings, the guy from the Paramount Eels, got done for steroids two weeks ago. And he thanked everyone for their support during this tough time. And he said he's been having a really tough time with like some other stuff outside the game. And he's going to add and this sort of stuff. You know, and, and like I, I saw a UFC fighter last year was got done for steroids. And he was like, I just, uh, you know, I'd had some really tough personal issues. And it's like... You know, I, I thank everyone for their support. You know, I saw a cricketer last summer got done for chucking in the Big Bash and everyone, the commentators were talking about him like he was a victim and everyone was like, we stand with you during this difficult time. It's like, you cheated. Oh no, there was one rule and you broke it. How are you the victim? I'll tell you the victim, all the, all the people who played fairly against you. You know, in the in the swimmers who lost against you because they weren't on steroids. You know, the UFC fighters, you knocked the fuck out because you were on the gear. You know, all the batsmen you got out because you were pegging the ball like an LA Dodger. What is this thing where the person who does the wrong thing is also the victim? Dude, victim mentality is just absolutely off the charts at the moment. It's just crazy, dude. You know, that Jennings guy thanked everyone for their support. What imaginary support are you talking about? Are you saying just because your girlfriend didn't leave you, you think the public gives a fuck about you? No. Take me back to the 90s when cheaters were just absolutely thrown to the wolves, dude. You know, there was none of this freaking get done for steroids. Oh, well, easy come, easy go. I'll be back soon. Better than ever. It's like, yeah, you'll be back. 
smaller than ever because you won't be on illegal steroids. I'm so off this cheating culture where, like cricket, it's just one of the only rules, don't throw the ball. And and also, like, it's caught on camera. There's, there's video footage with people's arms like this, and they go, oh, look, I'll be working to prove my name. Thanks, everyone, for their support. I'd just like to thank my girlfriend who stick with me through thick and thin. It's like, what are you talking about? Do you know what we haven't heard a lot of in the last five years in professional sport? Ah, oh, fuck, sorry. Oh, I did the wrong thing. I shouldn't have done that. Hey, yeah, I shouldn't have been throwing the ball. I'll stop that now. Yeah, hey guys, got caught doing steroids. Ah, yeah, sorry, it just made me so much stronger. So that's why I did it. But yeah, I got caught, so sorry about that. You know, I love how everyone who gets caught cheating all of a sudden has an abusive girlfriend and a stepfather who used to finger him when he was six years old. It's like, mate, just fucking say sorry. You know? (laughs) It's like, it's not like, uh, it's not like you wake up after a huge night on the piss and you're like, oh fuck, oh no, this is, what happened last night? And, and your mates are like, oh Billy, this is so, you got so blind last night, you played in the big bash and cheated in front of the whole country. You're like, oh, I, I always cheat in professional sport when I drink Sambuca. Oh no, you know? Oh Billy, Billy, you're on the tequilas last night and you fucking shot up with, you fucking stuck a needle in your arm and did some communist steroids. You're like, oh, tequila, not again. <laughs> you know, like, oh shit, I did the wrong thing. I cheated. I will now accept the consequences. Thank you. You know, it's like, oh, my, my, my girlfriend said she's bi-curious and it freaked me out. Whoa. You know, just fucking, what are we doing, lads? What are we doing? Like, uh, the swimmer on this Special Forces show, um, she got done for steroids, right? And before she got done were the World Championships. Two weeks before the World Championships, she pulled out for personal reasons, right? Shock, the next week she got done for steroids and she was like, well, this is just sort of, you know, this is all coming as a shock to me. Obviously, as previously stated, I've also got some stuff going on at home. So yeah, wow. I just thank everyone for their support. I haven't been able to focus on my swimming as much as I should have. Um, I got so sad the other day, I accidentally tripped over and stuck a huge needle in my shoulder. Oh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for your touching tributes. What the hell, dude? And then it goes both ways, because then people who actually have problems at home are like, I've got problems at home, and everyone's like, yeah, take a ticket, dude. I'm just lighting a candle for freaking Michael Jennings. You know, the, the poor guy accidentally did steroids. Oh, Hail Mary. The rest... <laughs> I can't remember the rest of the Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, etc. My name would kill me if I forgot the Hail Mary. Um, but yeah, dude, this fucking victim shit hit the bricks, you know? And, and even like, oh, dude, you know, people who get like blind and do something and they're like, oh, I was so fucked up. Dude, just say sorry. What happened to sorry? You know? What happened to Sorry. And I think, I think this whole cancel culture thing has kind of taken this, you know, people are like, oh, everyone's too sensitive now. We have to apologize for everything. No, you don't. You just have to apologize when you do something fucked up, you know? People are like, oh, yeah, I said, um, I said something slightly off color on the project. Now I have to apologize. God, PC culture gone mad. That's one thing. And then the guy over here 
does steroids and cheats and is like, oh, PC culture, I have to apologize. Not the same thing, dude. Not the same thing, okay? So anyway, fucking, if you do steroids, if you throw the cricket ball, just say, fuck, shouldn't have done that, you know? Not that hard. So anyway, um, how are we looking here? That is the end of the podcast, my friends. What a time to be alive. As always, if you'd like to tag a friend in a Facebook stand-up comedy video, very helpful stuff. Um, and if you have any requests for anything uh, anything you'd like on the pod or maybe any ideas, I'm going to try and maybe do some weird shit over the Christmas period. Maybe, um, I don't know, but yeah, I'm going to do something. I just want to maybe do something a bit different for like the Christmas period. Just, you know, maybe do, maybe do a drunk episode or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, send in your ideas. And oh, as always, thanks for listening. Wait too long, wait too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.